Welcome to the Real Sassy Fit Girls Podcast. We're your hosts, Mara Rutger and Lisa Bowden. Inside this podcast, you can expect the ultimate girls' night in, where we'll help you align fitness and life so that you can finally be fucking happy. Now you get comfy and let's get real. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Real Sassy Fit Girls. Uh, just Mar and Lisa today. <laughs> <laughs> Just us, boring old us. You're stuck with us. Um, we say that every time we start a podcast, and I'm like, well, who the hell are they expecting to be on here? Like, should we have someone else randomly start our podcast for us? <laughs> I don't That's know. A good idea. We should throw everybody maybe, off. Maybe we will. It's like, wait, what am I listening to? Um, no. <laughs> so thanks, guys. We're just so happy that um, we're back again, um, finally picking up the consistency which has been great. Um, it's been fun for Lisa and I to see each other and hang out a little bit more. Um, I don't know about you, but I've been, I've been missing you in my space, <laughs> in my Same. virtual space. <laughs> um, <laughs> you need that though. Like I'm totally going to go off on a tangent for like 30 seconds, but like if you don't, especially in the world we're in now right, with everything being so virtual, like I know you and I are used to having a virtual friendship anyways, and we have a lot of other friends that we are virtually friends with, but like, if you don't connect with people, like it gets really lonely and isolating. And there's a lot of people right now that are experiencing just this loneliness and this isolation. And like, honestly, I was feeling it like a couple weeks ago, like two weeks ago or so. And then you and I Mm -hmm. kind of started getting together to podcast more. And I got to be in your space, even if it's just over video chat. And I've had a couple phone calls with some other good friends lately, just making that intention to like connect with people, even if it's, you know, not in person. And so just want to throw that PSA out there that um, Mm -hmm. makes you connect with someone this next week that you maybe haven't connected with and you know is going to, you know, like lift your spirits and just be good food for your soul. So that's my PSA. Mm -hmm. Love it. Um, (laughs) Okay. So today we're going to talk about. Uh, well, productivity, but it's kind of two-sided. So mm-hmm. I know there's a lot of pressure in general to be productive. And I think as women, it's something that women struggle with. And we'll go even farther to say that moms struggle with productivity piece. Um, but I know you and I, Lisa, being entrepreneurs in the business world, that it's a big thing that we see a lot on Mm -hmm. social media and just podcasts, like all of the things that I've ever, not all of them, but a lot of the things I've ever listened to in terms of like business growth and being successful and personal development, a lot of stuff is very much high productivity. You have to do, do, do to get more and be successful. And I think that there's like a pressure on all of us Mm-hmm. this need to do it yeah. and like sadly I think it's something that we're just conditioned to believe is normal and believe that that's how it's supposed to be you're supposed to be tired all the time you're supposed to be you know working all of the time um can't play or have fun until I'm done working or done being successful um and I think that that comes from a lot of different places for a lot of different people. You know, it could be like something in your childhood, maybe like your parents really were pushing on you to be successful in school and can't go play enough fun to get your homework done, which 
I mean, yeah, that's a great motivator, of course. But then, you know, that sometimes that kind of instills these habits of that I have to work before I can have fun. Um, and then as like adults, I think we get into that mindset of I need to do more to accomplish more, to be successful, to be happy, to be confident. Like it's always about what we need to do in order to get somewhere. Um, Mm-hmm. And just that need to be busy constantly all of the time. Like, I think there's times where we could take more rest time. We could take more downtime, relaxation time. I know I absolutely could, but I seem to always find mm-hmm. things to fill in the downtime and the blank space. And I think it's just curious to look at, like, why we do that, you know? Mm-hmm. It's so true. I think there's always this need to be doing something. Like if you didn't, if you ended up Saturday laying on the couch watching movies all day, um, I know me personally, the next day I'll be like, wow, I just wasted a whole day. I did absolutely nothing. Even though that may have been exactly what I needed. I might have needed that rest to just, you know, decompress everything, not focus on anything, not have to be doing something. But in my head, I'd be like, you know what? I just wasted an entire freaking day doing nothing. And I think it's just, you know, we need to constantly be accomplishing something or working towards something or, you know, everything has to have a purpose. seems like we can't just like be, we always have to try to accomplish something. So Mara and I wanted, oh, go ahead. No, no, this just popped into my head. So like, what if instead of thinking about, having a lazy day as being lazy and unproductive and not accomplishing something, what if you actually looked at, and this is going to tie into what we want to talk about with our workouts and things, but what if you looked at a rest day, a relaxation day, a lazy day as being actually productive? So like, think about all the reasons why a lazy day serves you. Like I'll ask my clients that a lot. They'll be like, oh, I didn't do anything yesterday or today was such a lazy day. I just didn't get anything done. I wasn't maybe, I was tired. I wasn't feeling great. Like, you know, and it's kind of like, okay, well, you had that lazy day yesterday and you didn't do much, but how do you feel today? And every single time the answer is always, I feel so great. I feel energized. I feel happy. You know, I feel better. I feel happy, whatever. And so I think that we don't necessarily look at like those rest days, those off days as being a positive and a good thing. And if we can kind of change our perspective on that a little bit, and this is totally myself included, because as you were saying, Mm -hmm. you sit on the couch and have a lazy day. And then the next day you feel guilty or crappy or whatever. Like I'm shaking my head like, yep, me too. Me too. Like I can't tell you the last day that I legit just sat and did nothing because I always feel like I need to be doing something. And, Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I think if you change your perspective on it, it really changes things a lot. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree. I'll start looking at those days differently as like, how did this day serve me? Um, How did it help me versus looking at it like I didn't do anything. Um, But the way Mar and I wanted to kind of spin this topic today was focusing on our workouts. Um, there's all, you know, a lot of pressure out there to feel like we have to work out six, seven days a week, you know, in order to be healthy and be happy. And it's not necessarily true. Um, you don't need to work out six or seven days a week. I know Mara, you said before we hopped on that when you were working out seven days a week and then you dropped down to five and gave yourself some rest days, you were actually seeing better results. 
Yeah, I was. I was seeing more gains in strength. I was seeing more, you know, better muscle definition. I was actually losing, losing inches quicker. Um, Mm -hmm. I was just, yeah, I was noticing so much difference. And I think a big part of that honestly was probably like inflammation because I was working myself Mm -hmm. so hard that I wasn't giving my body time to rest and recover. Um, because really like the rest time is where the magic happens. The rest time is where you actually build the muscle, repair the muscle that you're working. The rest time is where your body is actually burning the fat that you're trying to lose, you know? And so, Mm -hmm. and I, I don't think a lot of people understand that. And even still, when I did actually understand that, I still struggled with the need to like be active all the time because it's just a mindset thing that we think we need to always be working out all the time. Um, and I was amazed. Yeah, I dropped down to four to five days a week of lifting and a little bit of cardio in between versus six to seven days of lifting. And I started getting better results. It was I was literally shocked. And then I was like, I shouldn't be shocked because I know this. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. But it was just cool to really see that actually become a reality, you know, for it to be Mm -hmm. physical proof for me. And now I tell all my clients and everyone else that talks about needing to work out all the time and I can't skip a day and, you know, or I'm not going to get to my goal. And and yeah, that's not the case at all. Mm -hmm. And another thing to remember is if you feel the need, like if you're sometimes I think our bodies just crave exercise, like our bodies just like, I want to move today. And maybe it is a rest day. Maybe it's one of the days you didn't plan on working out. Do something different. Maybe work a little bit on your mobility and your stretching. Do some yoga. Take a long walk. Do something else that's still active, but still allow. They call it active recovery as I'm doing like air quotes with my fingers. It's allowing your body to still recover, but you're still moving. Because I do think sometimes like mentally, we're like, I need to, to get some sort of type of activity in to, you know, produce some, um, I just forgot the hormones that our body produces when we're happy, endorphins. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. We just need that. So if you want to move seven days a week, that's fine. But, you know, your body needs that time to recover. So you don't need to be pushing balls to the wall seven days a week. You know, you got to listen to your body. Um, I was telling Mara, over the past week, I've probably worked out twice. And one day was a just pure cardio day, because I've been dealing with a lot of pain recently. Um, I'm not exactly sure what it's from. It was kind of it was a weird sensation. Like, it felt like I had done a full body workout every day for like five days, like, my whole body just was in pain. And I don't know why I was trying to figure it out if it was food related. And I didn't know. And I was like, you know, if I keep working out, I'm still, I'm just going to keep feeling like shit. Like mm-hmm. my body's just going to keep hurting. So I did cardio one day, like the first day that my body had actually started feeling okay. I hadn't worked out for like three or four days. And then I did cardio and I felt okay. And, um, you know, I just wanted to listen to my body and not push it because I knew if I just kept doing it, even though I am one of those people that likes to work out five, six days a week, I knew if I was going to do that, my body was just going to keep being in pain and my workouts were going to keep sucking. And it was kind of, it's very counterproductive. Yeah. It's pointless. So it's okay to listen to your body and take breaks and not work out every single day. Even if it is leg day, you can push it back. Yeah. You can do or something s- else. Skip it. Rest. 
skip it for the week. It's not going to make or break. And we can compare this to with your eating habits, where when you are eating healthy consistently, or you're maybe tracking your macros, your calories, or you're following some sort of a a nutritional approach, you know, to to eat better um, and get results, and you stay consistent with it, going and having pizza or, you know, going out to eat or having drinks one night isn't going to completely derail and backtrack all the progress that you've made. It's just one day. And we can think about our workouts in the same way as that. You're working out consistently, mm-hmm. regularly, every week. And if you have a week or two here or there where you don't at all, or you miss a day or something, like it's not going to be detrimental yeah. to your progress. Like you're still going to be making progress. Yep. You're not going to lose all your booty gains if you skip one or two leg days, you know? Um, but one thing that I think I struggle with a lot or that I, I mean, I still struggle with it here and there, um, is if I don't work out super intensely, I feel like I wasted my time or like the workout was a waste or there was no benefit from that workout if it didn't take me an hour and a half, you know? And that was something that I, again, I still struggle with it here and there. If I'm like, my body hurts, I should do some yoga but that's not going to do the same thing as a, a weightlifting workout. Then I just kind of either go do my weightlifting workout, which will probably be half-assed because I'm not feeling that great about it, or I just skip it all together because I'm like, well, is there even a point of doing yoga because it's not the same as a weight workout? Right. So I think that's something that holds us back too sometimes is we're like, what's the point if it's not a 500-calorie burned hour-long workout? You know, there is benefit to lower impact or that active rest that we were talking about. Mm -hmm. If anything, it's maintenance. Mm -hmm. And I won't go down the whole rabbit hole because this could be like a whole 30 minute conversation, I feel like, but I've not given an update on this in some time on social media. And I've been intending to talk about it on Instagram at least. Um, But I have not really been doing any weightlifting for, I don't even, I stopped keeping track because it was just really messing with my head a lot. But I think I stopped in like May or something like that. And I stopped doing all of it because, yeah, I think that's about when it was. Um, Because no matter what I would do, I was always getting so much upper back and neck pain and headache pain. And I was like miserable all the time. And I was like, this isn't how this is supposed to be. So I stopped lifting to try and reduce some of that pain and then have intermittently try to do it, you know, here and there and still had a lot of problems. So finally decided, okay, I need to take care of this. It's not fixing itself on its own. So I started doing physical therapy, which has been really helpful. And now just trying to slowly ease back into doing some things. Um, But yeah, I've been doing a lot of just like bar workouts. I've been doing lots of yoga. I've been walking a ton. I still do like hit cardio, um, you know, so like mm-hmm. lunge jumps and squat jumps and squat jacks and all that kind of stuff, mountain climbers. I'm just very aware of like what I'm doing with my upper body. Um, still have an elliptical at home, you know, so I'm still doing things and like band work, you know, those types of things. Like I'm still being mm-hmm. active, um, but I'm definitely not doing it as frequently. I'm only doing some kind of like quote resistance training probably like three times a week. And one of those is usually a bar workout, which is body weight. 
um, you know, a band workout, which is bands, and then um, maybe a HIIT workout, which is technically cardio, but, you know, is still is some sort of mm-hmm. resistance training. So what I'm trying to get at is that, um, and not that like weight means anything at all, because I know my body's changed definitely from not lifting naturally. When you stop lifting, you're mm-hmm. going to lose strength. You're going to lose a little bit of muscle. Um, but you're talking about booty gains before. And like, I mean, I've noticed maybe a little bit of a difference in how my body looks. Granted, that's me and I'm being particular. Um, I was talking to Jesse about it and he was like, I don't notice the difference. You don't look any different to me, you know? So like everyone else doesn't notice anything, <laughs> even though I might feel a little yeah. bit more soft or whatnot. But like really my weight has fluctuated a couple of pounds and that could be just due mm-hmm. to, like we talked about on another podcast, doing more cocktails and more fun food during the summer and doing those types of things. And so rea- in all reality, I stopped doing a lot of this, the workouts that I had been used to been doing for like 10 years and my body didn't just fall apart. I didn't just like turn into a big blob of, you know, softness and lose all the muscle and the shape that I had. Um, right. And it's because I think that I've still just continued to be active. I'm still moving my body. I'm still burning calories. I'm still you know, using muscles, but just in a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, right. yeah, it's, it's been challenging mentally, of course, because yeah, you miss a workout or two mm-hmm. when you get in your head about it. You miss a, a week or a couple of weeks or you're off your schedule and your routine. You don't feel as good. Like I get that from like a mental standpoint. Um, mm-hmm. So it's been challenging for me to say the least. And I can, like I said, can go into more detail on that, like on my personal accounts and things. But um, yeah, like you can look at changing your workouts up like that as simply maintenance and using those active rest days as a day of maintenance instead of like, oh, this is setting me back because it's really not. Right. It's probably helping you mentally too, you know, like going for a long walk or doing a yoga workout, like your cortisol levels are not as elevated when you're doing those types of lower impact activities where anytime your heart rate is raised, your body ends up releasing cortisol because um, it's a it's a response, the triggered response. So yes, even though you're releasing like the dopamine and the endorphins and the feel good, you know, hormones, you're still also releasing cortisol. And your body doesn't mm-hmm. know if cortisol is for a good reason, like exercise, or for a negative reason because of stress, like a mental stress, you know. Right. And so your body's right. going to treat that cortisol the exact same every single time. So what I'm getting at is like doing those active rest days and lower impact exercise frequently helps your body to reduce the amount of cortisol that's coursing through your body as it is on a regular basis from everyday life and work and other stressors. Um, and it's, mm-hmm. you know, it, it helps your body reduce inflammation and all other types of you know, not great results Mm -hmm. or not great, you know, outcomes of cortisol increase. So yeah, it's like, Mm -hmm. I had to find a bunch of different ways to get my head into a place of why is this good for me? You know, I'm trying to heal my body. I'm trying to heal my muscles. I'm trying to get better. I'm trying to lower my cortisol, you know, and in reality, like I feel 10 times better. I really do. Mm -hmm. Um, don't feel as strong, which that sucks, but I have a plan to work on getting back to that point. Um, And it's going to take a while, but you know, you'll get there eventually. And Mm -hmm. I look at the reasons why it's benefiting me 
to do more low impact, right. not as intense workouts. And so I think that that's helpful when you're looking at like, oh, I need to skip my leg day this week. What's the purpose of doing this stupid yoga workout? What's the purpose of just going for a walk or a jog or mm-hmm. something instead of doing weights? And you have to really like try sometimes to find those benefits, but they're there. Yeah. Yeah. And just kind of, you know, applauding you because it, it could have been, a you could be in a very different situation right now if, you know, you were in that pain and you decided to stop doing the weights. And then, you know, if you would have been like, you know what, yoga is just not giving me the same benefits. These other things are just not the same as lifting. So what's the point? You would be in a much different situation right now if you would have just stopped everything completely versus finding these alternative ways to keep being active and keep challenging yourself without it being as high of an impact. So, you know, like you said, you're not necessarily, you've lost some strength from it, but if you hadn't been done it, doing anything, you would probably be, I don't want to say in a worse off position, but you wouldn't be where you are right now. Right. I probably you wouldn't, wouldn't be feeling as to, good as you do. Yeah. I wouldn't be maintaining, you know, my body weight. I'm sure my body fat has increased, of course, but I wouldn't have been able to, you know, maintain some of, some of that stuff that I have. Um, and mm-hmm. yeah, I think mentally I'd be way worse off too, for sure. Yeah, exactly. Not I wouldn't be doing it mentally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So that was a little bit, we kind of got a little bit off track of yes and no. Um, mainly we'll the point back. was you don't have to do super intense workouts or even a workout at all seven days a week, you know, listen yeah. to your body, do what feels good for you. Get those like active rest days in if you feel you need to be active or get complete rest days in. They're necessary. They're needed. And it doesn't mean you're, you know, they're not a waste of time. They're not, you know, you don't have to be constantly doing something to get to your goal. Well, we were talking before that technically like only working out three days a week, like lifting weights three days a week is enough to maintain where you're at. And honestly, I think even mm-hmm. two days a week sometimes. You can get away with two days a week of lifting weights. Um, I probably would still say three, but you know what I mean? Like you can get away with doing yeah. it two to three days a week and just still maintain where you're at. And depending, it all depends on the person because if someone has never done weightlifting or strength training before or they've never exercised before, they're going to get results walking three days a week. They're going to start, you know, mm-hmm. seeing crazy progress, you know, strength training twice a week, if they have gone from zero to two. And so if you're someone that is doing, you know, less workouts, don't feel the pressure to have to do more, because it's not going to help you. Um, you want to give yourself wiggle room to be able to progress. Mm-hmm. Because just like with your nutrition, and we've talked about this before, you don't want to cut down your macros and your calories too low too quick, because then you have nowhere to go. And then you're eating, you're so under eating that then you have nowhere to go and you're going to plateau. And it's the same thing with your workouts. Like why work out seven days a week when three or four would suffice? And then you, you know, get to free up some time to do other things. You can be active and do the active rest days if you want to. Um, But then you're giving yourself room so that when you hit a plateau, Mm -hmm. you can then add in, you know, an extra strength training day and you're only up to four or five instead of. You know, oh, mm-hmm. now I have to do two Seven. workouts a day because I, yeah, <laughs> I'm maxed out. So I like to think about it mm-hmm. in that regards um, as well. And on the flip side, if you are doing five, six, seven days a week and you're feeling like it's a lot, 
it can be scary to want to cut back. And that's what I was feeling before last. So when I cut back originally, I was doing like seven days in like the beginning of 2019. And I cut back um, to, like I said, like five. And so I didn't go from like seven to three, you know, I gradually reduced it and gave my body time to adjust to it. So, you know, if you're feeling like you're doing too much, cut out one day and make it an active rest day, you know, or cut out two days and make them two active rest days and just kind of slowly adjust to figure out what is going to be best. And as we had, you know, have said before multiple times, listen to your body. You know, if you're tired, if you're fatigued, if you're feeling like you can't lift as much as you used to, or you keep your stamina not where it used to be, endurance, like there's a reason for that. And you need to listen to that. And also if you're having pain, like you said, you were having pain, you could have pushed through it. I can't tell you how many times I've pushed through being in pain and exercising. Um, cause I was always like, Oh, no pain, no gain. <laughs> but that's like a bunch of right. bullshit. Um, and then you feel horrible. Yeah. Or then you end up like where I am, you know, after years and years and years of doing that, um, then I'm where I am now and I can't do any of it, you know? And so, um, so yeah, I think it's just important to listen to your body. And if you're tired one day, it's okay. I think we get into the headspace of like, oh, I'm tired. Uh, it's just an excuse. And it's hard because, mm-hmm. yeah, some of us do make a lot of excuses, right? Some of us do make excuse after excuse and not, and never find a, a rhythm or routine or consistency with our workouts. So I think you really have to like, just be real with yourself and figure out which, mm-hmm. which, which angle you're coming from. So are you yeah. coming from the angle of, oh, I'm just tired today. I don't want to do this. So I'm going to let it be an excuse or man, I'm really tired. I'm exhausted. I, my body hurts, whatever it is. Like I just need a rest day, you know? And that takes time to like learn which, you know, angle you have to take or which angle you're coming from. But I don't know. I think we know ourselves better than we think we do. So yeah. Be real with yourself. You see the BS. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, I think that's all we're going to talk about today. Um, if you have any questions or just want to chat with us, feel free to reach out to us on Instagram. Um, anything we need to update with the Facebook page. If you're not on the Facebook page, definitely, um, give that, join that group. It is the real sassy fit girls club. Um, any updates on that? No, no updates. No. Okay. We're getting, we're going to get started with our book club. So make sure you get in there so you can figure out what book we're going to be reading and, Mm-hmm. You can honestly join at any time if if you are listening yeah. to this episode and it is not September, like you can hop in on it at a later date. Um, and yeah, so just join the group. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Well, we will see you guys next week. Thanks for listening to today's episode. We're so grateful you're here. If you're picking up what we're putting down, please share this episode with a friend or five. The best way to show your support is to subscribe. This way you won't miss a single new episode. It would also mean the world to us if you gave us a five-star review on iTunes and followed our Instagram page at The Real Sassy Fit Girls Podcast. We also love to hear from you, so feel free to slide into our DMs and leave us comments, questions, or suggestions for future episodes. And thanks for listening once again, and keep it real. (laughs) Bye, guys.